Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Think Biblically podcast. Today, the topic we are going to talk about is YOLO, and that is an acronym meaning you only live once. And we're going to try to cover this from a biblical perspective and just see what the Bible would have to say about it. YOLO, for those who maybe have never heard of that, it became a thing, based on what I've looked up, it became a thing around 2010, 2011. I remember when it first came out. You'd see it on t-shirts, you'd see it on hats, you'd see it all over the internet. People doing crazy things, dangerous things, and it had the hashtag, you only live once. And a lot of people use that as a attitude or an outlook on life. It really is, it, a lot of people use that as a philosophy to seek pleasure no matter the cost, to make dangerous and risky decisions without really counting the cost of what is going to happen down the road, what is going to be the end result of those choices and those decisions, but to use the saying, you only live once, so you might as well do it, you know, you only got one time, so, so make the most of it, and the problem with that is, it's not, we're not viewing it from a biblical perspective to see what the Bible has to say about it. We're viewing it from a worldly perspective and we're trying to, we're, we're trying to make decisions and we're living our life based on you only live once philosophy that tells us to take risks, to make uncalculated decisions or choices. But when we read the Bible, it says this. It says in Ecclesiastes 8 and 15, Then I commend it, I commend it mirth, because a man hath no better thing under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be merry. For that shall abide with him of his labor the days of his life, which God gives him under the sun. And there are some that argue this verse actually supports the YOLO perspective that this supports just taking uncalculated risk or making poor decisions or irresponsible behavior and that is what many people that use the YOLO attitude that use it as an excuse for irresponsible behavior making bad choices just doing crazy dangerous things with the hashtag you only live once but actually if you read this Bible verse in its context it's not talking about making poor choices or being reckless or dangerous because you only live once but it's actually talking about being content and having a cheerful heart for what God, for for the things God has given us through our labor to be happy and content with them in another bible verse in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 we'll read down through it says but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and is certain we can carry nothing out, having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation, and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Many people use this philosophy, you only live once, and they use it as an excuse to make poor choices to use it as an excuse to do crazy things whether it and i've seen if young people using it maybe going real fast and doing something crazy to to just making like i said poor decisions or drinking and driving you only live once have fun but we must be careful of using this for our philosophy to uh, uh, as a way we live our life as a as a way for for making decisions because i want to read you what the bible says about you only live once 
instead of it being a philosophy, the Bible actually states you only live once as a fact. In Hebrews 9 and 27 it says, And it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. It is a fact that you only live once. Your life on this earth will only be one time. Then you will die. It says, but after this, the judgment. While you only live once upon this earth, you have an eternity to spend in heaven or hell. The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. In Psalms 90 and 12, it says, So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. This philosophy of you only live once, it, it, its picture is only focused here on this world, the here and now, and it tells you to make whatever kind of choices you want, seek pleasure no matter the cost or the consequences, to do whatever you want to do, forget the end result, because you only live once, so enjoy it, make the most of it. But this is not this is not what the Bible would teach. The Bible would teach that you only live once, not as a philosophy, but it teaches it as a fact. And that fact should cause us to be more cautious. That fact should cause us to be more careful with the decisions and the choices we make. That that fact should cause us to to take our time with making decisions, to take our time with seeking out pleasures. God, does this honor you? God, is this something that is going to bring your name honor, or is this going to bring reproach back upon you? Remember that. Remember, one day I'm going to stand before you, God, and I'm going to have to give an account for everything I've said, for everything I've done. God, I'm going to have to give an answer to you one day. And it should cause us to be more careful of the life that we would live instead of being reckless and careless, because that is what this philosophy would push. You only live once, so be reckless, be careless, don't worry about tomorrow, just have fun. But the Bible tells us to be careful. The Bible tells us that we are going to have to stand before God one day and we are going to have to give an answer to Him for every single thing we have said and done. So it tell, the Bible tells us to number, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Where do you find wisdom? You find it into the Word of God. You know, and th there is some choices you can make that is less weighty. The choice of what you are going to eat tomorrow does really not have a real weighty consequence behind it. But then there is other choices you can make that they have eternal consequences behind them. There is choices we can make that have lasting consequences behind them. The choice, like I said, of what you're going to eat tomorrow, there's really not a, a weighty consequence in behind that. Some health people may say otherwise, but... The choice to drink and drive, that has a weighty consequence in behind it. The choice to to run around and, and be wild and, and, and be a party person, it has consequences. The, choi the, the choices we make without thinking twice about it, it has eternal consequences. That we forget one day that we are going to have to stand before God and give an account for each and everything. And this YOLO outlook on life... The end result of it will always be destruction. The outcome of it will always be a life that is headed down the wrong direction because it is not based upon the Word of God. It is not based upon the principles of God. But it is rather a 
a pursuit to do what you want to do. It is self-seeking. You just do what you want to do. Do as you feel. If it feels good, do it. If it's fun, pursue it. No matter the cost, no matter the harm, you only live once, so do it. But the Bible tells us this in Colossians 2 and 8. It says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. There is a quote I want to read. It says, Many of our trouble occur because we base our choice, our choices on unreliable authorities. How true that is. Our ultimate authority we talked about at the very first podcast is the Word of God. But we will find ourselves in trouble when we make our choices, when the decisions we make is on unreliable authorities. We use the culture. Everyone is doing it. Well, you know what? Just because everybody's doing it, I say this all the time. How many times have we heard that? Well, everybody else is doing it. Just because everybody else is doing it does not make it right. Then we use tradition. Well, this is the way we've always done it. Well, yeah, this is the way we've always done it, and look, it's gotten us nowhere. Sometimes you got to be willing to change things up. You know, uh, I believe it is, I've heard it once said, that the uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, but expecting a different result. When you see that these things are not getting you nowhere, then change it up. Just because this is the way you've always done it, well, yeah, this is the way we've always done it, and it has gotten us nowhere. Look at the way... Look at the shape the world is in today. Look at the things, the chaos. Look at the hurt, the trouble that the world is in today. You know why it is in that shape? Because we have forsook the word of God and its ultimate authority. And this is the outcome of it. When we forsake the word of God, when we seek our own wants, our own pleasures above the word of God, when we, see, when we make our own choices and own decisions and put aside the word of God, not allowing it to dictate or direct our thoughts and our actions, this is where we will find ourselves is in chaos. Just because we've always done it does not make it right. It seems logical. We use reason sometimes. Well, it seems logical, so I'm going to do it. Or we use emotion. Well, it just felt right. Well, you can't always go by what you feel. Your feelings can lead you astray. But we are not to go by what we feel, but we are to go by what's written in the Word of God. Another thing, and this is just a side note where we're going to get into prayer should always precede a decision i'll say it one more time prayer should always precede a decision you know many times and i've been guilty of it my own self how many times do we make a decision something important something that we should really pray about something we should be seeking god about and we just think because we know what's best we well, yeah, gotta know this is this is the way i'm going to do it we just make the decision but actually, if we are gonna, if we are gonna be a true Christian, a true Bible-believing Christian, we should always pray about it. If we are truly seeking the Lord's will, if we are truly wanting to honor and glorify Him, and we want, we want what He wants for our lives. If we, we know, Lord, I want what You want for my life, then we should always pray and seek His will before making important decisions. And Jesus left us the perfect example of this. He was the example Himself. It says this in Luke chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, And it came to pass in those days that He went out into a mountain to pray. And it says, He continued all night in prayer to God. And listen at the next verse, what it says in verse 13. It says, And when it was day, He called unto Him His disciples, and of them... 
he chose twelve whom he also named apostles do you know what jesus done before he chose his twelve apostles that was going to follow him that was going to carry out his work after his death after his resurrection do you know what he done before he chose those twelve the bible says that he went into a mountain alone to pray and he continued all night in prayer to god prayer should always proceed a decision jesus himself shows us this example and this is the same example again we are not to follow people everybody else is doing it this way everybody else is doing it that way we are not called to imitate people but we are called to imitate christ to be christ-like that is what christian means christ-like we are to pray we are to seek god's will we should seek god's will before making any decisions because those decisions that we make can have eternal consequences they can have serious consequences to follow in behind them. Another thing is, God has given us this life, things in this life, to enjoy, to find pleasure in. But the problem comes in, I'm not telling you there you cannot enjoy your life, you, you, you can't have fun, there's no pleasures in this life. Actually, I'm telling you the opposite. God has given us this life and the things into it to enjoy it, to find pleasure in it. But the problem comes when we are trying to enjoy things in this world and we are trying to find pleasure in things of this world without the set order that God has set forth. When we are trying to seek enjoyment, we are trying to find pleasure outside of the set order that God has done placed. When we are trying to to have our own way, when we are trying to do what we want to do outside of the Word of God, you know, their marriage is an enjoyable thing. Kids is an enjoyable thing. There's a lot of different things you can enjoy, but when you when you enjoy it in the way that God has purposed it to be, when you when you enjoy it and you find pleasure in it the way that God has set it in order, that is when that is when you will find the enjoyment. But the problem comes in we are trying to find enjoyment, we are trying to find pleasure and we are trying to do it our own way. We are trying to do it just into well you only live once, so seek it out. Do it now. Don't worry about the consequences. And when you do it when you're not doing it into the way that God has set, the order that God has set forth, you will always find yourself in chaos. You will always find yourself into trouble. There will always be consequences to seeking pleasure no matter the cost. Like I said, there is pleasures, there is enjoyment in serving the Lord. He has given us a, but He has given us a set order to and a way that we must obtain it. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 2 and 24, There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw, that it was from the hand of God. He has given us things to enjoy. He has given us pleasures. There is lots of things in this world he has placed before us. But we must approach them in the set order that God has placed. We can't just, it, it can't just be all how we want to do it and just not thinking about tomorrow. But each decision we make, guys, should be based upon the Word of God. It should be directed by Him. We should have eternity in our minds, remembering that our lives here in this world is but one time. But then we have an eternity to spend somewhere. It's heaven or hell. And we need to remember that. And it should cause us this 
this thought of you only live once as a philosophy. We should throw it out the window, but we should remember it as a fact, and it should cause us to be more careful of the decisions and choices we make. I pray that this podcast has encouraged you, and if it has, if you have enjoyed it, I would appreciate it if you would share it with somebody else. We'll see you next week again on the I Think Biblically podcast. I'm just a